Welcome back to City of Desert. I'm Father David Abernathy. Last week, our discussion was about asceticism as an integral aspect of philokalic spirituality. It seems appropriate that today we would speak of asceticism's ultimate goal, which is called by the fathers theosis or deification. So philokalic spirituality and the philokalia itself is an instrument to this theosis or deification, which is simply union with God, intimacy with God, that this is the ultimate goal of all spiritual life. Uh, Anthony Conieri, uh, uh, who we've looked to many times uh, already in the first episodes, describes it this way. He says, the Philokalia is the single most important collection of Orthodox spiritual texts and perhaps the best guidebook next to the Bible to the means of theosis. Its purpose is precisely to help us fulfill the calling to theosis and union with God. So next to the Holy Scriptures, to the words of Christ themselves, we find in the writings of the Desert Fathers the means that the Scriptures can be enacted in our lives, that we can reach the goal that they, they speak of, which is union with God. Theosis, then, is the foundation and the goal of all life. Uh, we are given uh, sort of a clue in regards to this in the word orthodoxy itself. Often it's misinterpreted as simply being right belief or holding the right belief in a group of or set of doctrines. But orthodoxy comes from right doxa, that is, right glory. This is the ultimate goal that we have as Christian men and women. We seek to be in a right relationship with God. We seek to share in His own glory. Uh, anything less than that is certainly not a fulfillment of the gospel or what Christ desires for us. All of our disciplines, all of the things that we do in this life in terms of the exercise of our faith are meant to lead us to God and a share in the life of the Most Holy Trinity. At the beginning of these episodes, we spoke of how the, one of the goals of the Second Vatican Council is resourcement, a return to the sources, that is, a return to the sources of our faith, the Holy Scriptures and the writings of the Fathers. And this understanding of theosis or deification shows us why uh, a return to the philokalia is so important in this task, and one would say essential. Anthony Cardinieris, to whom we've returned many times in the past, says it is this essential that we recover that lost sense of the mystical and prayerful character of theology. All theology is mystical theology. All theology is social theology, for it is rooted in the hidden life of Christ and in the social life of the Holy Trinity. We have a tendency to focus on theology as simply an academic discipline. And what the Fathers of the Philokalia reveal to us is that theology comes from experiential knowledge of God. It comes from share, beginning to share now in theosis, in that union with Him. This is where true theology is born not simply from the mind, from the intellect, but from the experience of God. And so our resourcement, our going back to the fathers, must 
mean recapturing this understanding for ourselves. In this sense, theosis must not be reduced simply to a beautiful word or an interesting theological concept. It must be allowed to touch every aspect of who we are as human beings, imbue uh, everything that, about ourselves and our lives. Uh, Anthony Carnieris describes it beautifully in this way. He says, theosis is everything to say about our struggling humanity. It tells us that we have the capacity through the presence of God in us to transcend and overcome anything and every difficulty of life. Theosis tells us that we are not paupers or beggars, but sons and daughters of God sharing in his own glory. Theosis tells us that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. It tells us to hang in there no matter how hard the struggle and the temptation becomes because God has great things in store for us. Theosis becomes a promise for us that this is the will of God for us. And insofar it is the will of God for us, also the grace is provided to us to reach it in perfection, uh, certainly if not in this life, in the world to come. This means that theosis is the grace of God and all the means that he uses to draw us into this mystical union with him. And so the sacraments, repentance, obedience to the commandments, reading the word of God, faith, hope, love, service of the poor and of our neighbor, constant prayer, and all of our struggles with the temptations. All of these are means to reaching that final goal of theosis. As we come to consider these things, we begin to see one all-important truth, the preciousness of life itself, that life is worth living, no matter what state we might find ourselves in and what we might have suffered. Anthony Carnieris again guides us along the way with this beautiful quote. He says, it is worth living because Christ loves us. It is worth living because Christ died for you and rose to give you life. It is worth living because with Christ, life is both eternal and abundant. But life is worth living above all because in Christ, your destiny is theosis, becoming Christ-like, becoming God by grace. Therefore, choose Christ and choose to live. With Christ, life can be lived meaningfully, divinely, royally, victoriously, and eternally. All of these are the great truth that theosis reveals to us. And lacking an understanding of this, our spirituality is always going to be hobbled. Only when we have the clarity of the fathers are we going to be able to understand the destiny that we have as Christian men and women in Christ. Having discussed this ultimate goal of the spiritual life in the weeks to come, we'll begin to look at the Father's theological anthropology. How is it they understood the human person? In particular, we'll begin by looking at what they describe as the noose, often described as the uh, helmsman of the soul or the eye of the soul that is to be purified by the ascetical life. Thank you for watching City of Desert, and we'll see you soon.